Welcome to the Worship Leader Probs Podcast, where we aim to entertain, encourage, and equip worship and tech leaders all around the world. Look, we all know that serving in worship and production is great, but the problems, those are real. Thanks for joining us as we dive into today's episode with our host, Brian Tabor. Welcome to episode 126 of the Worship Leader Probs podcast. Fam, we are so grateful that you tune in every week, you listen, you subscribe, you've been dropping some fire uh, five-star ratings on Apple Podcasts, so thank you for doing that. Uh, we love you. This is all for you. You know, we've, we talk about these three E's. Here's what we're going to do. We, we want to entertain you. We want to make you laugh and just remind you, hey, you're not alone in this, man. We're all getting the same stuff. Number two, we want to encourage you. And number three, we want to equip you. And we're going to take some deep dives uh, today. And so when I think about deep dives, I think about who's, who's a person who is not only capable to captain the ship, but to lead the deep dive. Mr. Deep Dive, the big Arrivederci. Pastor Scott Longyear is here. I just, I'm just here for your intros, man. <laughs> like, wow, you lie so, so well. <laughs> excellent, excellent. Hey, listen, we're glad that you are with us. Um, as always, we'll tell you what's coming, uh, what's coming ahead. Uh, fantastic resources to help you in your ministry. Guarantee you're going to laugh at the crowd favorite um, prayer concerns. Uh, and then Brian and I are going to break down um, a couple DMs. You know, we get a lot of, of DMs, um, questions all over the board. And so choosing them is sometimes hard. But here are a couple DMs we're going to talk about uh, today. Um, how do you handle it when uh, your elder lob- lobbies you for something different than your senior pastor wants? Oof, oof, That's going to be a tough one. And if we have time, we'll jump into the second one of uh, how do you graciously say uh, no when somebody requests something from the congregation. So all that and much more in episode number 126 of the Worship Leader Probs podcast. Absolutely. Absolutely. Okay, so let me tell you about some special people. Our friends at Planning Center, they've walked with us since the very beginning of the podcast, and they are just the best in the business. And here's what they do. If you don't know what Planning Center is, you you have to check them out. They make software that is designed to help you find freedom to focus on what really matters in your ministry, and that's people. We're in the people business. Planning Center is a set of online software products that you can subscribe to individually or use them together as a full church management system. You can always try any product free for 30 days. Uh, This last year, they launched a new product called Publishing. Uh, Publishing is a way to create custom pages within their Church Center mobile app and website. And it's a way for you to create your own custom content. You can share sermons uh, with your congregation and all kinds of stuff through the Church Center app and website. You've got to check out Planning Center, and especially Planning Center Publishing. Mm-hmm. It is mm-hmm. the best. It is the best. So, my dude, how are you? Oh, you don't, you don't want to go down that rabbit hole. <laughs> <clears throat> you and my therapist don't want to go down that rabbit hole. <laughs> you know, it's, 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 it's good. It's, you know, I mean, it is. It is what yeah. it is. You know, it's hard it's hard, but it's good. At least it's not hard yeah, and bad. I'll yeah. say that, right? Yeah. There. You, how's how are things at Maryland? Yeah, we're going well. I mean, we're navigating out of the. We're required, so we're doing something unique. We're 
we're saying to folks, so in the state of Indiana, um, the mask mandates lifted, it's um, mask recommended. So we've said to people, we're recommending that you wear a mask and 98% of them are like, not gonna do it. <laughs> so we've said mask recommended, but we also have a section that's the masked sections for people to come in uh, nice, who want to nice. be masked. So so yeah. we're doing that and trying to and trying to to work all that out, you know, and it's going to have seen more and more people who are who are coming back. Uh, and as they're coming Good. back, engagement Good. is is high. I'm watching people come back with with more energy and more expression. Uh, mm-hmm. And my my hope mm-hmm. is that we can continue that momentum. You yeah. know, I, I'm not going to feel great if you know in a year and a half from now we're kind of like back to where we start when we started pre-COVID. <laughs> yep, yep. You know, so all the indicators are uh, are are good. We're trying to keep our eyes on, you know, this is this has been pretty brutal in leadership. I was in a I was in a group of of pastors and one guy was uh, speaking and training the others and they said, you know, in this in this season the church is like a parent that you just can't satisfy. Mm. And I thought, man, there's a there's a lot of truth in that. Mm-hmm, and so mm-hmm. uh, that's one of the reasons we just love hanging out with um, worship leaders and tech leaders. You know, just to say, like, man, we're all we're all drudging this thing uh, through this thing together. Your work is not in vain. Keep doing uh, the good kingdom work. Uh, the King is taking notice of it. And uh, I think there's going to be uh, I think there's going to be a special reward. My, my my I'm wondering, Brian, is that if we get to heaven, the Lord's going to be like, wait, 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 where's all my leaders? Where's all my leaders who led through COVID? Let them come on up front. I got something exactly. for you. Exactly. <laughs> come on. <laughs> well, wouldn't that be fantastic? Yeah, yeah. Um, so, okay, last week I had a conversation with Jen. Yeah. Just getting to know getting to know us a little bit. So when it comes to driving, would you describe yourself as aggressive or passive? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm passive aggressive. That's what Jen said. <laughs> Is she really? Yeah, because yeah. here's what I hadn't listened to last week yet. Yeah, um, yeah, because I, I will I will talk to people, uh I will talk to other drivers, but oh, I will yeah. say things to other drivers that I would never say to their face. <laughs> and it's not vulgar, you know. I'm just like, Are you kidding yeah. me, grandma? Come on. <laughs> like, what are we waiting on? You can, your blinker doesn't work? Oh, come on, you know, please. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I would never say that face to face. So yeah, yeah a little passive, passive aggressive, man. I that's, got it. Got gotcha. you. Got gotcha. yeah, you. I, I, need, to, that. I need to work I on that. it. Thank you for Holy Spirit, like just yeah. hit me there. <laughs> a little, little prodding, a little prodding. <laughs> One of the things I love is a really long road trip, and I cannot wait to hop in the car with uh, Kim and drive down to the Experience Conference in Yeah, September. you're driving all the way down, right? I love it, man. Mm. I absolutely love it. Just... Turn some tunes on and kick back with my lady. And then when you get there, I mean, Experience Conference is like, I know we talk about it all the time, but it is just this great family reunion. Um, and you're like, well, I don't know anybody in the family. Well, come on. Only one way to get in the family, man. That's right. Like, like let's go. And uh, I know last week interviewed Red Rocks. Um, so good. You guys are going to so be good. there. So a lot of other interviews with artists that are coming up. Uh, Brandon yep, Lake is scheduled, right? Brandon Lake coming up yeah. in just a couple of weeks. Man, really looking forward to that. Yeah. Um, yeah, and listen, absolutely. here's the thing. Like, I know uh, it's an investment of time and it's an investment of money, mm-hmm. um, but I think we talked about it before. One of my one of my mentors just always continues to tell me, like, you gotta you've gotta keep your fire hot and you've gotta get where your fire stays hot. And so, mm-hmm. there's something incredibly powerful about pulling away from your ministry 
your local ministry for a few days and yeah. going in and soaking in an environment where you're able to worship and you don't have any responsibility in the room. Uh, tons of phenomenal workshops from leadership to leading children's ministry, worship, to songwriting, to technical production. I mean, everything that you would want. Uh, and hanging out uh, and meeting other people who are just in the same game that you are in. And, you know, it doesn't hurt that it's in Orlando. It doesn't hurt that it's in right. Disney. And I will tell you, uh, the prices at the Disney Hotel are the cheapest that you will find ever. ever. Like, ever. I mean, it's yep. the, the prices are just phenomenal. And so I just want to encourage you. Maybe you're like, I don't know if my boss would. And I'm like, hey, man, you don't know if you don't ask. So uh, yep. make a pitch. And listen, the sooner the better, because there is actually a price increase that's coming at the end of May. And mm, so mm, experience off, experienceconference.com. Uh, and Brian and I are going to be there. We're going to do a pot live podcast. I'll be teaching a workshop, um, doing some main session stuff, like like, and just hanging out. We'll have plenty of time because uh, it is not this mega, mega, mega. There's not 15,000 people there. You know, it yep, really is yep. a family. And so can't say it's enough about it. Like, like, let's go. And I'll tell you what, if you want to go and you can't afford it, just go ahead and um, uh, DM Brian Tabor right now because he's going to give away <laughs> five Flights and registrations. Right. And that's T A Y B E R. Tabor. That's right. <laughs> it's gonna be awesome. So yeah, and fam, while you're while you're surfing the web, jump over to worshipleaderprobs.com. Check out the merch. We got some new stuff mm-hmm. rolling out. Um, we're having a blast. Rep it, man. Rep it. You're going to uh experience conference, grab a shirt, grab a hat. Um yeah, wherever you're at, man, it's fun. Even here in Indiana, it'd be, it's really funny. Sometimes I'll have a shirt on or a hat on, and I'm, in, I'm, uh, I'm at the Kroger, you know, or Walmart or whatever. Mm-hmm. Somebody will come up to me and go, thanks for the podcast. And I'm like, what? That's nice. pretty cool. Nice. That's pretty cool. And I feel yeah. like the merch, the shirts, the shirts and the, uh, the, the, the jackets, hoodies and stuff, I feel like they make you look thinner. You know, they not do. you in particular. I think everybody. So, you it's, know, why, why would sl- you not, right? They're slenderizing. <laughs> they're slenderizing. <laughs> hey, let's transition into uh, into one of our favorite parts of the episode, and that is a little deal we call prayer concerns. Fam, we love this section. Thank you so much for continuing to send in your prayer concerns. You can always do that. They'll be totally anonymous. We'll never share your name or your church's name. Go to worshipleaderprobs.com, click on the prayer concerns page, and uh, submit yours anonymously. You can also DM those to us on Instagram. And here's what they are, man. Your church, they sometimes like to tell you what they think of the job you're doing. Sometimes they think you're doing a really great job, and sometimes they do not. So that's what prayer concerns are. People share these from all over the world, and uh, we share them anonymously on the podcast. So let's jump right in. Prayer concern number one. So it was a couple of Sundays before Easter, and I decided to dress myself a little more pastoral. You know, a tie and slacks. And one of our congregants told me on my way to the stage that you look so nice. It's about time you dress like you actually wanted your job. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> first, I thought it was passive aggressive. No, that's just aggressive. That's just aggressive. Yeah, it's wow. just aggressive. It's just aggressive. Wow. <laughs> oh, okay. Number two, prayer concern number two. We eat, we, I'm sorry, we recently introduced some new lighting at our church. This weekend, we started using light bars, but only at about 10% brightness. One of our board members came up to me after service, and all he said was, That was painful. 
<laughs> Sit down. Let me let me give you the other ninety percent. <laughs> you are fired. Wow. Let me give you the other ninety <laughs> percent. <laughs> That's so awesome. Oh, oh my lord. Okay, number three. Prayer concern number three. A woman came up to me recently and said, "Your voice is fantastic, and I love how you and the other vocalists blend." However. <laughs> We are all old here. Can we please sing Victory in Jesus next week? And I replied, hey, I appreciate your encouragement. Uh, I I actually planned the services with the pastor two weeks in advance, and we already locked in for next week. So uh, that's also not a hymn uh, that we've done at our church before. Uh, But let me talk to the pastor and see if we can introduce it in the future. Her reply, I guess we'll have to deal with our worship pastor being a heretic. For now. <laughs> wow. <laughs> pretty salty. Wow. That's pretty salty. A heretic? heretic. I have to, I have pretty... to look up the uh, dictionary definition of heretic, but I'm sure it's not those who do not do the songs you want when you want them. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> pretty salty. Gladys. I don't know if her name was Gladys, but I like to think of it as Gladys. All right, number four, prayer concern number four. I had a musician decline on planning center, and under reason for dis- the decline, they said, checking out another church. Oh, oh man. Flag on the play. Flag on the play. We're going to park that dude in the penalty box, man. Oh, oh, no. Not even a conversation. Just going to put it there in planning center. Yeah. yeah, just checking out another church. Oh, so Yowza. yeah. So as a worship leader, you're like, mm, okay, just checking out a, another musician. Noted. Yeah, right, right. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man, did you make it over hey, to first son. church yet, or can you jump in and uh, play? Yeah, you know, exactly. I mean, we're, oh, Ooh. dude. If people some... just realized how much that hurt when when yeah, that said, man. I mean, you can have that conversation and not. Oh, and geez. it should be a conversation, right? Right. I you mean, would think. You would think. Come on, fan. Come on, fam. All right, number five, last one, bottom of the pudding cup, prayer concern number five. We got this connection card request. Can I drop off my puppy in the children's ministry? Specifically the two to three-year-old's classroom because he just turned two. (laughs) Here's the thing, you're like, you're like, they're not serious. And then you're like, Maybe they yep. are. I bet they are. They might I bet be. they are. If you've worked in church for more than a week, you can probably understand that that was a serious thing. Oh, fam, those are prayer concerns. We love it. Thank you for sending those in. Uh, yeah, keep them coming. Worshipleaderprobs.com. Click on the prayer concerns tab and send yours in anonymously. So Scott said earlier, we get lots of DMs on the, uh, on the account, so we want to try to tackle at least one, maybe two today. Uh, so let's head into our final segment that we call Sliding into the DMs. Okay, so sliding into the DMs. These are DMs that we've gotten uh, regularly, and it is, 
it's really awesome to be able, I always tell people, yeah, most many weeks on the podcast, we have a captive senior pastor. So if you have questions that you've always wanted to ask a senior pastor, we have one. So today we're going to, we're going to do some deep dives in some of these questions. So uh, Scott mentioned it earlier. Uh, the first question is uh, na- kind of navigating a, a leadership, a pretty significant leadership issue. What do you do when an elder lobbies you for something that conflicts with with what the senior pastor wants? That's hard, right? And and I think a lot of a, a lot of people have, have associated or have had that happen, right? So I would think, Brian, if you work for my church, you would say, absolutely not. I'm loyal to the senior pastor. So there's your answer right there. That's what, from a senior pastor, <laughs> your answer is, is I'm loyal to the senior pastor. So here, here are my thoughts on this. So somebody walks up to you and says, hey, you should do this, or they have a conversation with you lunch, you should do this, but it's different than the senior pastor wants, okay? Um, and here's the thing, you think that's the issue. That is not the issue. The issue that they're bringing is not the issue. They may say, mm-hmm. hey, I want you to do hymns. And you're like, but my senior pastor doesn't want you to do hymns. Or may they, say, they may say, I don't want you to do hymns, or I want you to do light, or, don't, you know, this, whatever. Yeah. And yeah. you think that's the issue. That's not the issue. The issue is that you have disunity mm-hmm. and you have a house mm-hmm. divided. Mm-hmm. Now, <clears throat> there are lots of conversations that we've had with folks who are, are like, how do I lead from the middle? How do I lead from the middle? So this is a great example of if this happens in, in your church, you're gonna have to make a decision if you're gonna lead from the middle or if you're just gonna try to, to duck this thing and just like avoid it because you don't want to get into the middle of the pain. But what, what that question raises is an issue of disunity and the Lord's not going to bless it. You know, if you look around, why is the Lord not blessing the house, man? How come it's not going? Yeah. Because you have disunity in your, in your highest levels of leadership. Matthew 12 says, a house divided against itself will not stand. It's not going to mm-hmm. stand. Mm-hmm. Now, when we get unity is when the Lord pours on blessing. John 17, the Lord prays for unity. I'm like, that's a big deal for, uh, big deal for me. I think this is a big deal for Jesus. Psalm 138 says this, verse one and verse three, I'm sorry, Psalm 133, how good and pleasant it is when God's people live together in unity Mm. for there, where's there? In unity, it says in verse three, the Lord bestows his blessing. So, if you're unified, then God bestows his, his blessing. And so the opposite would be true. If we're out of unity, then is the Lord still going to bless? The Lord can do what he wants, but we're blocking, I feel like, some of the blessing from the Lord. And I'm not talking, you know, Brian, and we don't talk about like health, wealth, that kind of stuff. We're talking about the blessing of kingdom movement. Yep, and yep. so you, what, what's exposed in that question is a disunity between the elders and the senior pastor, and the Lord might be using you to unify. Mm-hmm. And so you are going to have to make you're going to have to make a decision on what you want to do. Are you ready to lead up? And so the first question I would ask ask that person is, are you ready to lead up? Yes or no? If it's no, you can say, well, you talk to the senior pastor about that, you know, or oh, we'll see what we can do, or just try to yeah. push this person off or whatever. If it's yes, here's what here's what I would do. I would I would not discuss it with your senior pastor. I would not discuss it with uh, this elder with them separate. I would discuss it with them together in, them together. in a yep. room. Yeah. Yep. So um, let's do, this will be fun. I don't know if we've done this, done this before. Let's do a little role play, uh, Brian. Yeah, so let's yeah, say yeah. that um, uh, I'm a worship pastor and you're, I think you've had this happen in your, in your mm-hmm. life before, right? So you be, the, you be an elder and like, I'm just doing my thing, just doing my kingdom thing. 
Now, so we're going to role play, and um, I'm going to give you. I'm going to give you a no, and I'm going to role play. I'm going to give you a yes. Okay, right. so let, right. let's go. Hey, Scott, boy. Oh, hey, Elder Brian. Good to see you. Sure, love what you're doing with the uh, oh, with thanks. the with the music here at the church. Oh, we're just blessed, you know. Hashtag blessed. Yeah, right, right. Hey, hey, I was thinking, you know, back when I was a kid, we used to do these. Um, we used to pull out these books. We, you know, they were called hymnals, and we we used to use mm. them all the time. And during the service, people would uh, just start yelling out numbers. You know, one forty four. 275 and really I was I was just thinking if you know how nostalgic it would be it would be so meaningful to uh, you know really what is a pretty large contingent of the congregation that I happen to represent it would be mm. so meaningful to them if you were to maybe bring that back like the popcorn hymn sing mm. type of environment mm. yeah um well uh that's that I hadn't heard of that before that's a you know, we don't do a lot of that here, I guess. Maybe, you know, I'm going to think about that and maybe maybe pray about that a little bit. Um, or, yeah. Um, so anyway, hey, how's your wife, man? How's she doing? I knew that she wasn't doing like so good. So see what I've done there? I've like, <laughs> I'm, giving you a, I'm giving you a no. Um, yeah. And so I'm like just trying to avoid like, okay. Now that same thing, if Brian asked me that same yeah. thing, and I was going to give it a, a yet. Yeah. And sometimes you have to decide in a moment. So, and sometimes you need to take some time. So it may be like, I'm not great thinking on my feet sometimes. Yep. It's hard. And so yeah. How many times later if you're like, Oh, I should have said, so yep. you could yep. say in that situation, that's an interesting idea. Let me get back to you on that mm. and then make sure that you're getting back to them. Or mm-hmm. if it comes, it comes right to you, here's where you want to, where you want to land is um, I think you can say, you know, it's interesting that you bring that up. Um, and my senior, my senior, our senior pastor actually kind of has a different direction there. And so I feel like I'm a little bit kind of like, not sure. Let's sit down and let's, let's hash that through. Mm-hmm. And then you're mm-hmm. leading from the middle is that your role. And I really think this is a, again, you're addressing the bigger issue without saying that you guys are disunified. Let's bring the, the two of them together. So let's bring this elder yeah. in, let's bring the senior pastor in. And I would in the room, and maybe you're taking them out for coffee, maybe you're doing whatever, I would put them in a place that is disarming to both of them. And I think I would say this, man, I mean, I, hey, I love you guys uh, both. I love this, uh, I love this church, um, but I'm a little bit caught in the middle here. Now, I wouldn't do this if it was just a side conversation of somebody who's just got to blow off some steam and then next mm-hmm. week they're on mm-hmm. to something else. Mm-hmm. But if this is a continual thing or you're like, this is some serious stuff here, um, I would say to them, I, mean, I love you guys, love this church, passionate about it, but I feel like I'm a little caught in the middle because here's what happened to me. Um, a pastor or a, a Elder Brian uh, came up and was really, you know, he's got a contingency of people who are wanting this, um, but um, Pastor Charlie, my senior, our senior pastor who's right here, love you, Charlie, um, you've said that their direction is really this. Now you guys need to know, I'm going to do whatever. Like I'm a team player and I'm 110%. You tell us what mountain to climb. We're going to get it. We're going to get it done. I work for you guys. So whatever you say, consider it done. But the only thing I ask is that I have unified instructions on what hill I'm supposed to take. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then shut your mouth mm-hmm. and let these guys work it out. And there it may be that you need to to walk out of the room or whatever. Now, you're going you're gonna to need to approach it uh, with humility, not coming in like, 
like, Elder Bryant, you are crazy. Pastor Charlie, you're half crazy. You guys need to get your <laughs> stuff together. I don't know what's going on here. But what you're able to do is just kind of identify and go, hey, we're not going the same direction here. I'm willing to go whatever, but you guys need to talk. And you leave it, you leave it with them to do it. Now, what are the repercussions of that? And they could say, you're a jerk, and so we're going to fire you. I don't think that that's going to happen. Yeah. Um, the wor- very worst thing I think that you could do in that situation, if, Brian, the, um, the issue that you bring up is a significant issue, the worst thing that you can do is just avoid it. Because it's yeah. it's gonna surface somewhere else yep. that yep. there's not unity, right? Absolutely. And so I think that's where you just got to be honest and go like, mm, man, and not this and this and this, um, because there is something's something's off. Either yep. the senior pastor is not doing what the elders think should be done, or the elders are not, uh, or the elders aren't doing what the senior pastor should be done. So they've got to get on the, they've got to get on the same page, <clears throat> and you just need to gently like, hey. Let, let me know what we need to do with this. Not be a, not be a jerk about it because your end goal on all this is not to do hymns. Your end goal is also not that you will do all the hymns. Mm-hmm. Your end goal really isn't anything except that these guys, this this team, would be unity. This team of leaders would would have mm-hmm. would have unity around it. And so that's a that's you know sometimes playing in the middle is really sticky, and it's really hard. Um, but I would just I would choose your words carefully, and I would I would go that route and get them get them together. What about you, Brian? What do you what what would you add to that? Man, I I I love everything you said. I would I would totally echo that. Um, I was I was thinking, you know, First Peter three eight. Finally, all of you have unity of mm-hmm. mind, brotherly love, a tender heart, and a humble mind. Um, you know, it it's it definitely that sounds like an, an opportunity to. Uh, in humility, you know, get these two parties together and let them start talking because it, it sort of sounded to me like a, like a smoke. There's that's smoke, right? Mm -hmm. And where there's smoke, there's fire. And the fire in that situation absolutely is a lack of unity. And, um, you know, I, you know, certainly I've not in the church I'm in now, but in churches that I was at before, you know, the pastor has one idea, the elders have a a different idea, not just another idea, but a totally different idea. And, um, and the worship leader takes the brunt of all of that. The worship leader takes the brunt. Yeah. Yeah, So, um, I was, I was in a church once and, uh, the pastor said, I want you to, I want you to come in. Uh, Kim and I were traveling full time. I want you to come in for 90 days and I want you to help us start to turn the corner. Uh, in style, they were transitioning from a a, a, a much older uh, worship pastor who had retired, and uh, I think they were realizing that there were some things that they they could add to what they were doing that maybe would help um, uh, engage some of the younger folks. And so they asked me to come in ninety days, and so um, he goes, "I don't want it to be subtle. I want mm-hmm. you to rip the bandaid off." So I did, and uh, if I if I had to do it again, I I wouldn't have done it that way because about two weeks into the ninety days, they said, "Hey, would you come? Would you stay? Would you consider staying?" Mm. And I was like, "Oh man, I wish I would have feathered some of those changes a little bit." So um, it kind of got things off to not the the greatest <laughs> the greatest start, but um, yeah, you know, it is you know getting those folks together. Um, 
um, that that's uh, that's got to be important. You know, we have a there's a policy with the elders at our church that um, it, it this is maybe is going to sound a little um, it, it it's going to sound scripted because it is scripted. Uh, if an elder comes up to me, they are literally supposed to say to me, "I'm taking my elder hat off." Hmm. That's the very first thing they're supposed to say. And then we have a conversation. Um, so I have appreciated that, uh, especially because of some of my experiences in the past. <laughs> 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 so it kind of defines the conversation there right from the beginning. Yeah, yeah, nice. Definitely nice. a smoke signal, though. Got to get those folks together, man. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I would be and careful so- not to run, run back to your to your uh, senior pastor and say, you know, um, Elder Brian said this, or yeah. to Brian say this, you know, that's just not going to... That's not going to help. Yeah, it's not going not gonna to create the unity that needs that needs created. Um, and, you know, unfortunately, when the change comes, usually um, our folks in production and worship are really, because it's the front line, they're taking the brunt of it. And, um, you know, if you're a senior pastor, let me just speak to you for a minute, and you've, and you've given direction to your staff, and they're going after it, and they're getting beat down on it. Um, if I could just speak very directly, like, don't you dare put that heat on them and step back and make them take all of it. If this is your direction, you need to step up and say, this is where we're going. And so you bring it here. I had a, I was fortunate to have a senior leader who we made some significant shifts uh, before I came into the senior pastors, our, our previous senior pastor, and we knew that we were going to get it. Um, <clears throat> I get it being the business, right? The prayer concerns were going to come in. And uh, I just remember in a meeting him saying, uh, when it hits the fan, and he said this to all of our staff, you know, worship production, the whole thing. He said, when it hits the fan, you send them to me. And I was nice. like, man, that's, that's the kind of leader that you want. He's like, unified, here's where we're going. He wasn't talking eldership as much as, as congregation, but, you know, be the, be the kind of uh, leader that's, that is clearing up vision enough with your leaders that they're clear on where we're going so that if that comes up, you can go like, hey, man, don't you remember, uh, Elder Brian? We, de- we decided this is where we're going. And so that's going to dictate what we do and what we don't do. Man, that's so good. Um, so I think we have a couple of minutes if you're if you're uh, game for tackling this other one because in in some respects I think they really kind of go together, um, and that is you know fielding suggestions from the congregation. How do you how do you say no with grace? I will say this: um, you're not going to ever solve this because people are people. They're always going to have uh, suggestions, and so. Much like what Scott encouraged us to do with the first question, I would say with this one, you got to have a you got to have a plan going in. You got to have kind of a general plan because you don't know what specific suggestions are going to come your way. But if somebody were to come with, to me with a suggestion today, here are my steps. You know, I would say keep it short because, like what you said, Scott, I don't always in the moment. I don't always respond like I think later, I should have said this, I should have said that. And I often find that the more I talk, the more I get myself into trouble. Hmm. You know what I mean? Right. And if somebody's coming to you with a suggestion, you don't want, you're not looking for trouble. You're not looking for conflict here. I will say this. If you're telling somebody, no, don't expect them to, you know, skip away whistling. You know, they're not going to be thrilled <laughs> with that, right. you, but you've got to, you've got to have a plan with that. I would say, keep, keep it short. You got to help. You got to set your emotion aside um, because 
if, if it's a person, um, and I'm going to give you an example, if it's a recurring thing, they're going to have a lot invested in that. If they've come to mm-hmm. you more than a couple of times, they're sending you Facebook messages, they're sending you emails. Um, we used to have a guy uh, who would come in during our Sunday morning sound check every week. Now we have those things that go across the doors, but he'd just take it off and come walking mm. in. And um, he would lobby me hard, and occasionally he would interrupt rehearsal oh, to wow. lobby me for something. Um, and one of the things he repeatedly lobbied me for was an all hymn weekend. Do nothing but hymns on a weekend, and. Um, you know, I, I, I tried to do all my stuff. I tried to keep it short. I tried to, mm-hmm. you know, and so then, you, you know, kind of move to the, the if, if it's recurring, you got to move down the, the list of things. And so finally I was like, okay, I want to, I just need to tell you, I, I, I'm all about realistic expectations, right? So I, I, you've come to me a, a few times with this and I, I just want you to know that I'm not sure that that's, that's who we are as a church. Um, you know, that's, that's, uh, that's going to, um, I, I'm not sure we would pick any one thing and just do all that for an entire weekend, no matter what it is. Um, and mm. so I'm all about s- setting realistic expectations. I, that's probably not going to happen. And, um, you know, grateful that you're here, appreciate your, you know, your passion, whatever. And so after the last time this happened, I'd had no idea this was the case, but as this, this particular instance, the guy interrupted sound check and, um, I, as I walked back up to the keyboard, I see my senior pastor standing on the back of the stage. And I was like, okay, okay. So he motions for me and he said, what, what was that? What was that about? And, uh, I told him and he said, got it. You don't ever have to engage in that conversation again. Hmm. Hmm. The next time that happens, send him to me. Nice. And I, in my entire ministry, I had never had a senior pastor say that to me before. And the freedom, what you said earlier, if you're a senior pastor listening to this, I would say that right now, the freedom that that gave me mm-hmm. as a, a pastor, a staff member to lead in my area was amazing. It said to me, I brought you here. I've set the vision for you. I've given you a bullseye. You go hit it. If somebody is lobbying you for something different, send them to me. Yeah. Yeah, that's good. Loved it. Yeah, I think, you know, somebody comes up and you're automatically, you know, you. first of all, we're, we're pretty defensive. As soon as somebody comes up, we're oh, like, man. here we go again. Like, yep, it's going to yep. be it's gonna be a no. It's not going to be a yes. I already know that. <clears throat> um, Especially the recurring ones. Yeah, and that's a it's great distinction. Like, brother, dis- you've asked me about this 10 times. Yeah, yeah what, are you not, what are you not getting here? Uh, you just have to be more and more firm as it goes as yeah. it goes along. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but for those who aren't recurring, sometimes it's enough for people just to be heard. Yeah. You know, and I've like I've not made any course corrections according to what course they want to take. I'm giving in a yes to anything that they want, and they feel great because they've mm-hmm. just been heard. Mm-hmm. So you're mm-hmm. saying that you would love to do um, all Matt Redman and candles all the time. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Okay, great. Um, Appreciate that. Uh, appreciate you. Uh, appreciate you telling us that. You know, and and they're great. Um, but I, I think I, I think it helps as you're as you're with people. And I agree. Keeping keeping 
the um, the conversation short because we can dig ourselves a hole pretty quick. Mm-hmm. Um, but sometimes with people, when they come up and ask like something, I want to know what's behind that. Like, I don't know. Sometimes the presenting issue is not the real issue. Yeah. And so I'll sometimes yeah. just stop people and go, I had a conversation like this just not long ago. And I was just like, why do you ask? Well, and then they were able to say why, and then we could address what was really behind mm-hmm. the, them asking, you know? And so I try to be as gracious as I can and say things like, uh, you know, we get a lot of suggestions and I can't promise anything, um, but I'll add it to the suggestion list. There you go. Oh, okay. I, I was just heard. Um, or, you know, why do you like that? Or why do you want that? Why is it so important? You know, one thing is interesting in all in worship produ- production, there's this underlying of like, you got Karen who just wants the hymns, 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 hymns. But have we ever asked Karen why she likes the hymns? You know, and let's not think that we're growing up without our own hymns because as we, we get older, Absolutely. We're, we're like, can we just come back in and do some better as one day with Matt Redman exactly, exactly. and let Jesus come? And people are like, where's that shout to the Lord? <laughs> I know, right. Because those are our, and so what <laughs> makes those so important to us? And so yeah. they really, are they requesting the songs? Are they requesting the, like the heritage, the, the yeah, heritage exactly. of man, when that's I great. came to know Jesus. And that's, that's, that's pretty good. sacred, right? Absolutely. And so um, if it's a blatant no, you know, like, hey, man, I appreciate that, but that's not going to be a, a thing that we go. Um, use it as a moment to cast vision. Mm-hmm. And I would really do that if, if you're having lengthier conversations. Um, that's why you always have to have a reason behind every single thing that you do. Yeah. Why? Why are you doing this song? Why are you doing this song? Why do you do it like this? Why do you run the light bars at 10%? Why do you even have light bars at all? Let me tell you, elder, whatever, here's why we have light bars. You know, it's like you have to have a why between, between all that. You know, last week I had a conversation with somebody who said, you know, uh, uh, how come you're not bringing back Sunday night worship service? And I'm like, we, we quit doing that like years ago, yeah. you know? And I was able to just go... You know, here are the reasons, gave some reasons beyond us not doing that. And so you really just have to to form up. It goes back, you know, kind of to our first question of mission and vision, mm-hmm. and this is where we're going. And I know, I know Paul says, be all things to all people, but man, you can't be all things to all people all the time. Mm-hmm. And so your church has a, has a unique calling, and you've got to be able to say yes to some things and no to other things. And I think I would differentiate too and say... You know, if Brian comes up to me and says, hey, this, I'm not saying no to Brian. I'm saying no to to the idea that Brian yep, brought or the request that Brian yep. brought. And I really want to separate that from the individual um, and and want to make sure pastorally that I'm not damaging someone. You know, a gentle answer, Psalm tells or Proverbs tells us, a gentle answer turns away wrath. Turns away wrath. Yeah. Yep. And you can gently say, man, I appreciate what you're saying. I hear what you're saying. Unfortunately, that's not going to be because we chose to go this direction. And because we're going this direction, we're seeing these results. Which, man, you would agree with me, Brian. Isn't it great that we're being able to see this and see this? But, man, I, I feel you. And sometimes it's also just um, identifying with people, you know, going like, man, you know what? I love the hymns too. Or I love this too. Or, you know, like the lights are kind of like, they kind of make me a little crazy too. But here's what I'm finding as I talk to people, they're saying that it's drawing them into worship. And so I've decided I'm going to put my preferences on the shelf, and I'm and and I'm going to go after the mission. And so what I've kind of I've kind of identified with other people too, you know, like mm-hmm. like Joe, yeah, bro, man, and me and you were in this kind of the same camp. Don't lie about it, but if you are, mm-hmm. I understand what you're saying because I kind of feel that way too. But I'm choosing to do this 
And so you're kind of pastoring them uh, mm. along in that as well. And I think, man, hey, get used to saying no and get used to saying it graciously because yep. you, you will... happen. They, man, they never taught us this coming into ministry. Never. Never. Like you continue to say <laughs> yes, you're dead. Exactly. You're dead, you're gone. Because exactly. you can't make everybody happy, you'll uh, you'll end up you'll end up it's miserable, and the people in ministry will be miserable with you too. Boy, Scott, one of the things that you said, I identified with all of it, but one that just jumped out at me as a great reminder. You know, why are they asking for this or that? If it's if it happens to be hymns, you know, maybe it is well with my soul was the song that was was being sung when they gave their. They committed to follow Jesus, yeah. you know, for the very first time. And maybe that, you know, seeing it in that light casts a whole different, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, that's a whole different conversation. Yeah. And thank you. Yeah. Thanks for letting us, uh, we just put you on blast, man, and let you just, <laughs> we, we ask you all the hard stuff. And thank you for for doing that, man. No, no man, it's great. I, I, I mean, I appreciate all, everybody who's just in the trenches walking through this because it's it's not yeah. easy, you know, but continue to yeah. lean into the Lord, honor the Lord. And a lot of times, man, just unhinge your, unhinge your jaw and let the Holy yeah. Spirit um, speak the words and not you you speak the there words. There you go. So, there you go. Yeah. And if uh, more questions all come through the DMs, right, Brian? Any yep, questions yep. that have it all? Some of those you're able to answer uh, now and then in some of the DMs yeah. and then some of them for the, for the wider uh, family, we just feel like, man, this is something we all need to talk about yep, together. We need to talk about this. Yep, absolutely. So keep them coming. Uh, DM those to us on Instagram, and uh, you may hear yours on uh, a future episode of the podcast. Man, as always, thank you guys for listening. Yeah, hey, and listen. Remember to hit subscribe wherever you listen to to this podcast. Uh, do us a favor. The best way to help us would be to go to Apple Podcasts, leave a five star rating with a really nice review because it really helps uh, spreading the word about the podcast. Mm-hmm. And thanks for following us on all the socials. It's at Worship Leader Probs on Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok, and on Twitter. Just look for hashtag Worship Leader Probs. Absolutely, absolutely. And hey, if your church is looking for help somebody to come in and consult with you on uh, developing a strategy for social media or uh, help with your website. You know, those are all such important uh, aspects of our ministries these days. I would encourage you to check out our friends at Maven Media Productions. You can find them at mavenmediaproductions.com. They are incredible people, excellent at their craft. Um, but people who just have a heart for the Lord and a heart for the local church. And so I hope you'll uh, I hope you'll check them out. And thanks to our friend Scott Hoke for our voiceover intro. As always, we love you guys. Thanks for listening. And until next time, deuces. Arrivederci.